Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor. We are going to be debriefing Red, White, and Royal Blue, which is a movie that is streaming on Amazon Prime based off of a book, a very popular book. I didn't read the book. You haven't read the book, right, Jordan? I have not read it. She had to think about that. Well, but she has not read it. I was, <laughs> I was gonna see because my mom, my mom read the book and watched the movie, and oh, she said that it was a decent adaptation, but the book just can expand on more things. She did say she had to fast forward a lot of it, so <laughs> that was and that I and that's surprised. on the review. From I was surprised she watched it, not the fast forwarding. That's what I <laughs> that makes sense that makes yeah. sense yeah um we should we should get external reviews more often i feel like since we have such yeah. similar taste <laughs> um it's funny to like get a review from someone else to add into the pod 100 percent. well a lot of times though we watch things and people are like huh like they don't even listen until the next year when they've watched the show and they're like mm-hmm. oh my gosh love this episode <laughs> thank you (laughs) i'm not saying that to be complaining i'm happy that you even remembered that we talked about something and then went back and yeah like that really warms my heart that's literally one of my favorite ways that people listen so if you're listening to this in 2025 thank you (laughs) (laughs) but it's like we need like a hierarchy system of like this has a stamp of approval of girl meets show this has a parental approval, like a parental rating kind of thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, because we're too immune to know about that anymore. Yeah. I mean, this one, I could definitely, I can definitely see there's, I mean, you know, there's sex scenes. I'm not going to, it's like, <laughs> I don't need to step around it, but I'm just like, I would not recommend something with this many sex scenes to every person I know in my whole life you know yeah exactly makes sense um but first um I think we have a light news week this writer's strike is really cramping our news week (laughs) situation (laughs) it's like it's kind it's sad and then but also when it's each other's like week to edit the podcast if we're like oh darn (laughs) (laughs) yeah i will gladly edit a longer episode that has a beefier news section um if it means we'll get tv again but yeah until then i'm enjoying the shorter section they officially announced that they're moving the emmys to january 2024 which is interesting Mm-hmm. And I will be intrigued to see if that changes again. I know. It's like that feels so far away, but also like, is that optimistic? I don't even know anymore. Well, and also in this article, I'm seeing the award ceremony now set to roll out on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So a Monday? That seems weird. I don't like when they do them on a weekday. It's a Sunday night thing. Yeah. And that's really weird to be so specific. <laughs> like, that's strange. Um, yeah. 
Speaking of awards shows, did you see all of the networks that turned down the Golden Globes? No. It's basically everything you've ever heard of. CBS, Fox, Netflix, Amazon, CW, Disney Plus. You know, they're not on here, but maybe they're part (laughs) of the Turner Network. Hulu, Apple, Roku Channel. Roku Channel turned it down. Quibi? Let's resurrect Quibi and 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 it'll only be 15 minutes long. (laughs) (laughs) Every, Every category can be its own episode. That would actually be cool. Well, where would that <laughs> yeah, be that so be cool. the most annoying thing in the world? Can't decide. <laughs> so they don't know where they're going to host it. Mm-mm. And I, I mean, yeah, I assume that's like the, the strike plus the golden globes are like so cursed too, that it's just like, no one is even wanting to commit to that. Yeah. Well, and, um, I was trying to scroll back and find my news that where we last talked about the golden globes. Cause I thought that like, they like sold them. Oh yeah, like, like the Hollywood they were on the up and up. Gross. Yeah, so that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, my last piece of news, I honestly, it's not really c- clear on what's happening, but it says Aubrey Plaza might play Catherine Hahn's ex in Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Which I'm like, the might of it all is very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I saw something about that, and it, it really seems like the the classic Disney trick <laughs> that they love to do. They like got, they get all this press buzzing and like all these people angry. Or it's it's very the other two. It's very the other two when he is what is he called again? Blobby, globby, globby. Glo- yeah. So yeah, it's like. Okay, like, neat. <laughs> we'll see how, how how you guys can do that without actually doing that in the show. Mm-hmm. Do, does it say anything? I can't remember when that is supposed to come out. That's probably up in the air now, though, huh? Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. Um, Did you watch the trailer for You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah? The Netflix movie? I'm, I didn't. I Someone was talking to me about it at work, and I was like, oh, I need to watch that before we record, and then I didn't get to. How was it? It was really good. I think it looks really fun. And Adam Sandler is in it, and his two daughters are also in it. One of them is the lead. And she was she seemed good. And it's coming to Netflix August 25th. And also Adina Menzel is on it, so it's an Uncut Gems reunion, which is funny. Oh, that's cute. And um, I thought it was a very fun trailer, and I will be watching. I wonder, I wonder if because they aren't allowed to promote their own stuff, if that's why Adam Sandler went to the Eras tour. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, it's kind of like a niche marketing ploy because, yes. like, he's been top of mind. And I'm like, okay, he cares about Taylor Swift, and now he's, like, promoting, like, not allowed to promote this movie he's made that are mm-hmm. like about teenage girls. Yes. Pretty smart. It is actually really smart. The smartest thing. Well, cause like I didn't see anything about his daughters being there with him. Cause that would have been, I didn't either. Also smart. That would have been perfect. But yeah. they're kind of like, I think this is like the first thing that they're acting in. So it's even if they were there, people probably didn't know, you know? Yeah. That is so true though. That's probably, 
I mean, there were record levels of celeb sightings at the Airs tour for those <laughs> LA shows. They're all got to get in the news somehow. Yeah. And they're in That's funny. George Clooney's tequila suite. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of them are diehards, and if they weren't before, I'm sure they were converted at the show, but I bet it exactly. is doing a lot of double work. Um, I don't have any other news. Do you? I have one more thing. The Hulu dropped a poster for a movie starring Sandra Oh and Aquafina, where they're two sisters who must pay off their mother's debts by going on a quiz show, and it's called Quiz Lady. <laughs> and... um. I'll watch it. The poster's funny. <laughs> the poster alone. Sounds great. And I think I saw, oh, I just noticed there's a pug on the poster too. Oh, cute. Really? Sandra Oh also was at the Ears tour and accidentally you- took a selfie with Carly Kloss. <laughs> so it literally is the Ears tour is a yes! marketing ploy. Wow. It's, the Ears tour is the new press event for your, your projects. Yeah. Truly. That is so funny. That is wild. It'll be interesting to see if um, we're right and, like, more celebs start showing up in, like, the South America dates. Seriously. If they're smart, they they should. You need to stay in the news. Seriously. Go to another era's tour. Stay relevant. Um, I do have one. I actually do have one more news. And it is that the Daisy Jones producers are, quote, not giving up on the live concert and a season two idea. Which I say, no, there's only one book and I don't already aged everyone. We already saw how it ends. The way that season one ended, I don't need more. Like it's, it's over. It's concluded. So I thought that was weird. And I've seen so many things on Dumois about the live. (laughs) I'm like, do it or don't. We don't care. Move on. Like you've already like kind of lost the hype of the show. Yeah, it's been too long now. It's been way too long. Yeah. Did you see like, that? You should have just had like one, a one night only like live concert that you filmed. Oh my gosh. Like the night before the series dropped or something. Yeah. That would be awesome. Would have been awesome. Hmm. Would have, would have, could have, should have, you know? Would have, could have, should have of, of it all. It's so hard for me to say. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that? Like they keep dropping more singles from like, IRL musicians singing the yes, show. Yes, was there one like with Lana Del Rey or something this the, week? The last one I saw was Demi Lovato. Oh, what? It was very weird. She sounded great. I listened to it as a okay, as a Lovatic. I listened. Yeah, and I love the Marin Morris Mumford one. That's freaking cool. But it is also bizarre every time it's release radar new music friday time and i say more there's one in there every week every week it's like why the slow trickle the show came out and it is kind of old now so anyway and i haven't even been listening like you have so it's funny that it's still in my (laughs) release radar because i'm like i don't even i haven't listened to any of these uh i guess if it's if you've listened to those artists they're like hmm (laughs) you like it Daisy Jones and the Six like, tonight. Daisy, what's that meme where it's like the text, like Daisy Jones and the Six tonight, King? <laughs> it's like, oh, you listen to the Middle by Marin Morris at least once a week. Yeah, you love Marin Morris, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> In my case, it's been true because I do listen to Demi Lovato. <laughs> uh. Okay. 
as previously mentioned, Red, White, and Royal Blue is an Amazon Prime original movie that was based off of a book, and it is about the uh, American president's son who falls in love with the King of England's son and how that all goes down and the aftermath. So for our top three, we are going to cast our own movie with that same plot line. Um, In the movie, Red, White, and Royal Blue, the president is played by Uma Thurman, which we'll discuss later. Because it's one of the most shocking things I've ever seen. Um, and then, so we're going to we're gonna cast our own mom slash president, our prince of England slash lover, and king of England. Um, Jordan, what, who's your cast? Who are you casting? Well, we did reveal to each other that the only answer for the mom president, especially because in the movie she's like, Texan, hello, it's Tammy Taylor. It's like only right answer. No doubt. I really tried to find anyone else that would fit. And no, there's just no one. It's Tammy Taylor. There's no one. We both came up with that answer separately. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, like, I know we always use Tammy in so many things, but literally she was made to be the president of the United States and my mom. Literally. <laughs> literally the entire country would vote for her. She could get red states, blue states. She relates to everybody. Like, she, I wish so bad she were real and actually could run for president. But, yeah, we need her. That's not where we live. We live here where she can be in our top three, at least. <laughs> um, For my Girl prince. Show land. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish I could live in all of our top threes. That's the reality I'd like to live in. Same. For my, my prince prince of england who's my lover i said uh reggae jean page from bridgerton Ooh, that's a really good answer thank you yes i like it thank you i like it too a lot and for my my king of england this one i'm as i'm looking at this again you have to suspend a lot of reality this is this person in the future who i think would make the best king ever to live and that is Shudi Gatwa from Sex Education. <laughs> um, I literally, I mean, I, I honestly debated casting him as my prince who's a lover, but his character, Eric, is gay. You know, like. Yeah, it's, you're not going to be. He, that's not going to work. No, he needs to live his truth. And then I was trying to think of another British man that I think should rule England. And I had this fantasy in my head where um, Reggae Jean Page is his son. <laughs> it's amazing also to think about the King of England being a black gay man. <laughs> like I said, I wish I could live inside this top three instead. Literally an overhaul <laughs> of of the um, Tradition. monarchy. Yes. And like I even I wasn't even thinking about how they are both black and it works that he would could be his relative i was just like no i just separately want to be in love with reggae john page and i want to have um eric from sex education ruling a a whole country you know it just all it just came together so perfectly that that's my answer 
Well, mine is kind of actually similarly needs to yes. um, be released of any sort of reality because <laughs> I, my Prince of England slash lover, I said is Jon Snow. Perfect. And then my wow. King of England is Tyrion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> oh my gosh so this I is a world that. where Jon Snow is Tyrion's son <laughs> um but crazier things have happened you know I just had this idea that if we we don't have any plans to do a Patreon but if we did the Patreon should just be us writing fan fiction <laughs> and that's like we it's like a Patreon it's like Tumblr days it's like we're just writing fanfic of all of our favorite TV characters. And then it's like, imagine Game of Thrones if actually Jon Snow was Tyrion's son. That works. <laughs> that that, that makes works. sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It just works. That is so genius. Okay. Red, white, and royal blue. Overall feelings. How do you get along with this movie? Um, You know, I... I recognize that it's not like amazing. It didn't like change my life, but I had fun. I had a good time. I say it's like a three star movie. Um, it it is a it is a bit hallmarky. Um, it is pretty made for TV vibes, you know. But I thought that the leads were hot, especially our guy from Minx, who I just think is like so so gorgeous um taylor perez yeah he he is just like so hot and i just really i like watching him and like just his facial expressions i just think i just think he's like really really hot and um it you can see every there's not a lot of twists in this movie you can see it all coming but i i did think it was cute and i also did feel like um butterflies when they're like liking each other but they don't know it yet and like are texting and emailing and stuff i was like this is cute i really liked the that part so it it kind of got me you know <laughs> i liked it good i'm glad it was it was very fun it was a fun watch um i had a great time watching it it didn't feel like it was too long or like it was never like boring um which i appreciated no it felt pretty short actually i Maybe towards the end, it was dragging a little bit for me. But in general, it was like quick. It got to the point. And yeah, so that's a great point. To me, it felt like the acting was just like not it. And like Uma Thurman specifically was like, I couldn't get it. I couldn't figure it out. Like it was like so distractingly bad to me. <laughs> um, I will say, I think I think Taylor Perez like held the movie. He was so good. I did not like the guy playing Prince Henry. He was too uppity and like reminded me of like a vampire who should like, like wow. he reminded yeah. me of like an Edward Cullen situation. There's even a time where he's like wet from like um, swimming and his <laughs> skin is like <laughs> shimmering <laughs> glittery. And I'm like, do you need to eat boy? <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so, that is so funny. He is very, He's very Cullen esque. I feel like that is very astute. The mm-hmm. vam the vampire comparison. Thank you. I also felt like I it was hard for me to believe them 
strictly based off the style, their style was really weird to me and not good. And for like two queer men who are in the public eye, they either would have stylists or just in general have better style. And they, their style was just weird to me. And like, I felt like it should have been way better. Maybe if they're like both trying to kind of like not draw attention to their good style and like appear <laughs> really straight or something, maybe. But like, if that is the case, then that should have been mentioned or something. It's like, <laughs> I'm trying to look straight. That's why I dress bad. <laughs> like, finally, I can wear my favorite designer clothes. <laughs> <laughs> the world knows now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah it just felt like like it felt like i'm going back to uma i know but like a lot of uma stuff felt like um she was ai generated or like like mm. this was like it felt like she wasn't even there like sometimes it looked so weirdly fake that like her parts were filmed separately or like she was ai generated i don't know how to explain it it was kind of weird sometimes it was straight up hard for me to understand what she was saying yes like Uma is American and it almost felt like a British person playing a Texan, like with a Southern (laughs) accent. Cause it was like, it was like an old timey Southern accent to me. And I think what's been interesting, cause as you were saying, I agree with you that Taylor was the better actor of the two lead guys. I, Mm -hmm. I preferred him. I feel like he's very charming and like just really likable. And I, what I've seen on Twitter is that people think that the prince is like such a better actor than him and was like acting his ass off and, and Taylor was just there. And I was like, huh? Like I had the opposite reaction personally. And everyone's like talking about Uma. They're like, yes, go off queen. Like love her. But I don't know if they're being like, cause her performance is honestly kind of campy. Yeah, I was going to say it's camp. So, but it seems like they're all like, like more Mother. not ironically loving her. I don't know. So I feel like the consensus is like all over the place. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, it is one of those things that it's kind of hard to really critique because it's just there for us to enjoy and have fun. And that, that totally. it, it gives you that. Yes. It gives you that. Yeah. My last, my last comment, honestly, on this whole movie is a lot of the like writing felt odd like there's this specific scene that I can't get out of my head that I thought was so funny where um which I also was confused on who this person was it's like the best friend of the president's son I think she's also is she also the daughter of the chief of staff or is that is she just like his best friend you know I had in my head I thought I heard someone say that that was his cousin is that not true? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I we'll thought she was know. somehow like a relative somewhere down Maybe. the line. So don't ask us, apparently. Either way, she's like consoling Alex and is like, you need to just fly over to England and like tell him how you feel. Like you have air miles. And I'm like, air miles? You have Air Force air One. Miles? <laughs> And then it literally shows him getting back on a private jet. I'm like, okay, so did you use taxpayer money or did you use your air miles? Your air miles. Oh my gosh. That is I like so funny. I, it is I so not- nitpicky, but it was so weird. 
Well, I feel like those moments, especially like with the, like the side characters are the parts that felt the most hallmark for sure. Yeah. Just like little weird things like that. Because I feel like that could have been a cute thing almost where it's like, he's the president's son, but he uses his air miles to fly. Like that could have been a cute, like quirk of his character kind also, of thing. Also like just say miles. Yeah, yeah. Or like you could you could use the uh actual brand name for uh, prep, but like you couldn't use Delta Miles. I don't know. Just funny. That is really funny. Yeah, I didn't even notice I didn't pick up on that line like at all. That's hilarious. But the line we did pick up on Please share. <laughs> it's just like Okay, Little Lord F. Olroy is, like, probably one of the most quoted succession lines, I think. I feel like when people say their favorite succession line, it's that. It's Roman saying that. And so it's, like, very iconic. Like, it's practically trademarked. But it's clearly not trademarked because they literally say that in this movie and I I watched it before Taylor and I made a really big deal about oh there's something you're gonna you're just gonna freak out when you see this and I can't wait for you to see this and hype built it up way 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 too much for this one little line but it actually paid off because Taylor told, knew exactly what it was as I knew soon she as would. I heard it I was like that is the line and it was it took me out of it it was so shocking uh-huh it was really weird it made such a it just like made no sense (laughs) in the it made no sense in the scene and it is just like maybe if succession had come out 10 years ago sure you can exactly like it's too soon it's way too soon um i thought it was so weird yeah it was bizarre i don't know if like the actress like improvised it too or something (laughs) but like she's like i just came up with that (laughs) Wow, I'm I'm a, <laughs> I don't an know amazing where that writer. <laughs> I was watching Succession last night, but I don't know where that line came from. I just thought of it. I forgot I had one last thing to say. Um and I felt like this kind of perfectly described how I felt about the movie as a whole. Um but Vulture has an article called The Brain-Breaking Dissonance of Red, White and Royal Blue. And on Instagram, the quote they had with to hype the article um it said if anything i wanted the whole movie to feel as goofily bow chicko bow bow as <laughs> the sexier scenes do but instead i felt like i was watching troy and gabriella from high school musical <laughs> suddenly and without warning start humping after their lifeguarding shifts at the country oh club <laughs> and that is exactly how i felt as, oh. like even even when they like went from hating each other to like being text buddies like their text conversations were like immediately like so sexual. Like they were immediately sexting. I'm like, you guys hated each other one second ago. And like, that was weird to me. It was weird that the prince was the one who was instigating it and was like the horniest one at first. <laughs> that was, I liked it. And I thought those were cute, but I did. He was not my favorite. I was, I just wanted, I just wanted Taylor to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> I think he could do better than the Prince of England. But it's like, I'm agreeing with all this in the moment. None of that was bothering me. I was like, I didn't think that, I didn't think that was weird. 
but now that you yeah, say that. Yeah, it's kind of like a smooth brain movie. Very, yeah. Very, yeah. very yeah. the smoothest brain. Um, and I like High School Musical. <laughs> 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 and I would have liked to see them hook up in the movie. <laughs> so there, so it, there it, you it, go. I th- <laughs> it's just a little whiplashy to be like watching a Hallmark movie and then all of a sudden you're watching an HBO movie. Like that's, yes. I think that that is the point they're making. It's like pick a lane. Which is true. Yeah. And do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, I also saw a lot of people that were like, oh, since this is a gay rom-com, like they're not even going to show anything anyway. And so it's like, because it does seem like sometimes there will be a cop out sometimes when it's a queer romance, especially men, because, you know, everyone, every, every show will show like boobs when it's women, you know? And so Mm -hmm. I did also like that. I was like, oh, I mean, there's not like full frontal nudity or anything like that, but I was like, oh, they're actually showing more than I expected to, especially given the hallmarky premise and set up so in a way i did also like respect that and was kind of and was like surprised by that too you know yeah it felt very like if this were a straight couple they would show the same thing yeah yeah exactly i appreciated that you said you gave it three stars i was just gonna say i personally gave it two stars on letterbox to balance yeah our our opinions i totally get that like like two and a half feels low for what I, how much I enjoyed it, even though I don't think it's necessarily like high quality or whatever, but yeah, yeah, I had fun. Three stars. My last thing is that, um, I, I was just overjoyed to use get low as like a sexual tension building scene uh, when when everyone is dancing low and they're still standing up. I was like, oh my gosh, my <laughs> butterflies. I loved it. I was very into it. That was an amazing scene. L- obsessed. Did you see that? I love the idea that like the Prince of England will not get low. Like <laughs> that's usually me like at a dance. Like I refuse to do that. A because it hurts and I can't. I will not B, be crouching. Because I don't like doing what people <laughs> say. <laughs> uh, did you see that tweet that was like amazing that uh, red, white, and royal blue had a budget of like twenty dollars, whereas the summer I turned pretty has to pay for a Taylor Swift song in every single episode or something like that. <laughs> I was like, well, they did have Get Low, so there you go. They did have Get Low, and they had some CGI situation with the White House view. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. <sighs> but yeah, I liked it. It's short, sweet. I had a good time. Yeah. I think it's worth watching. Yeah. My crush of the week. This is literally the only thing I've watched all week. <laughs> so I have to give it up to Taylor for us. Um, except I will say, here's another complaint. There are some parts where his hair changes in the middle of uh-huh. the day. Because I, the whole time I was watching, I was just like begging them to shave off the sides of his hair. Cause like, he just I knew he could be cuter if he had shorter hair on the sides and shorter sideburns um, <laughs> or like pushed his hair up a little bit. Uh-huh. And there's specifically like one day where they 
he goes to like watch one of his the prince's polo matches and then they like go to dinner after and then he has short hair on the sides and then later that night he has long (laughs) side hair again and i'm like oh my gosh don't give me what i'm asking for and then take it back that is so funny um yeah there was one there's one i don't remember the specific scene but i there was one part where i did notice so i was like "Hmm, his hair looks dorky now like How'd that happen? It was just like, it was kind of giving like Nathan Fielder <laughs> in one scene. And yeah. I was like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. So that That's is a good funny. point. They had to do something to make him look like a mere mortal, I guess. Cause I just think he is so beautiful. So that's my crush too. I hate when we have the same, I hate, I hate only picking the same crush, but he was just so cutie and like, so, so pretty. He's just a very pretty man. How could we not? And I'm sorry, I didn't. I was not crushing on the other guy. He was. He no. was fine. Sometimes, sometimes he looked cute, but a, most of the time, when his hair was a little messed up. Yeah, a lot of times his hair looked like a weird wig. Yeah, and like it probably was. I guess even it looking like was. scrolling through his IMDb, there are some times when he looks like really cute, and other shots he's just like not that cute to me. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, Mister. <laughs> I like the other guy better. <laughs> Sorry if you're listening, Nicholas Galatzine. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> people going through and like listening to every single podcast episode they see that is going to be themed to the thing you were in. <laughs> be like torture. Uh, Not this one. Ours okay. is fun. <laughs> <laughs> they might be bored enough. They're doing that right now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. True. True. There you have it. Red, white, and royal. Red, white, and royal blue. Hard to say if you say it fast. It is. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.